good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the After Service Podcast, a production of Open Door Community Church. And welcome your host, the magnanimous uh, and beautiful... Pastor Brian and uh, <laughs> Pastor Joe, you know, where we're trying to follow Jesus and figure out what the Bible says. It's well, and that's, much... that's the theme of... That, that has been the theme uh, the last uh, several weeks, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out what the Bible says. I guess that's the theme of church in many respects, you know, and from the teaching perspective, yeah. um, what, uh, what, what are the, what are we trying to learn? But, um, before we like dig into the meat of things, um, we've, we've been chatting before we came online about, about some kind of random things, but, um, how have you recovered from the arduous disc golf, uh, <laughs> adventure from Sunday? Have you, have you recovered? Oh yeah. It wasn't that hard. No. No, it was it was an enjoyable day. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It's good to see people, hang out with them. Uh, I, you know, it's been a while since I've played disc golf. Uh, I I don't remember last time. I mean, I've thrown thrown frisbees around, but as we were talking about on Sunday, there's a gigantic difference between <laughs> the, a normal frisbee and dis, frisbee golf frisbees. I wonder. It'd be interesting for someone like me who's not used to your weird fancy ones <laughs> how well i would do with that that would be an interesting thing because it's you know i don't know it'd be interesting i'm sure once you get used to the the, the fancy ones it's much better it, but they don't feel this like when you're used to like during the pandemic when the pandemic started i remember that sam and i would because vanessa had to work on site um she was an essential worker so she had to drive in so sam and i would go out the front yard and we would take just a regular old frisbee and we would throw it back and forth and it just feels it's just relaxing it's it's light mm -hmm. you just kind of flip and it goes wee you know and we got used to seeing people walk by and they got used to seeing us always being in the front yard throwing a fris frisbee around and then you start picking up these little thin small like weapons. heavy yeah <laughs> uh and um it's just different it you know it, it's it's a different thing um yeah it's not the same no and we've got obviously sam and i have gotten used to it but uh when you first pick it up you know what is this it was i had my the most fun for me was watching like beth like we'd be talking and how, how she really got into it and was really <laughs> whipping that disc around and it's just it's a lot of fun and then also yeah. just getting to kind of chat with people casually as you go <laughs> through um which is, you know, the point of these kinds of events is we just want to be able to provide a place for people to talk and connect and just with life, you know, you don't have to talk about anything in particular, just hang out. Yeah. I got, I think I'm dealing with some allergies right now. I got a tickle in my throat. Yeah. It's that time of year for me. <clears throat> so anyways, that's what we were talking about. And uh, the rain's supposed to be coming tomorrow or Friday or Saturday, sometime in the next couple uh, of days. At the time that we leave our house to go camping is when the rain starts. Oh, lovely. No, I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> that's the way oh, it's Oh, I believe you. Work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to, you know, a little rain. Um, not a lot, just a little rain, you know. Well, and that's the problem with Oregon, though, is it typically, it, it doesn't just give you a little. It's not for like a day. It's months it feels like right right it's just a, no no this is what we're going to do now so 
Right. Yeah. So anyways, but I hope you have a great time camping and, uh, you know, we will, uh, but you'll still be there on Sunday, I believe. Right. That's right. Yep. We're, cause All we're right. just, just, uh, 20 minutes away over at Champui park. Uh, yeah. we just want to do kind of close to home camping uh, so that we can still do soccer on Saturday and still lead worship on Sunday. There you go. Well, Sunday will be about, is the Bible, how does the Bible have to do with science? Is it anti-science? And so, but this last week, was part two of dealing with women and well, is the, let's find another way to say the, the, addressing the topic addressing the, <laughs> the, the 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 concern of is the bible anti-women so yeah i just want to acknowledge that saying dealing with women might not be received real well <laughs> dealing with men how's that yeah, yeah. dealing with men treating women badly how's that? yeah there you go yeah um yeah and it was a I'm going to acknowledge it was a, a longer sermon, and yeah. um, I know that you're feeling kind of sensitive about that. However, you know, there's one of those things where um, the, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? The, um, the stamina of somebody who is frustrated or, or very much dug in on the topic of, Here's all these examples. There's there's almost no end to that stamina, um, and so you kind of have to work through a lot of those things because yeah. if you don't address one topic, they'll say, "Yeah, but you didn't talk about this one." Yeah, you know. I think I learned. You know, I learned a lot from this from this this topic, all, the whole series, really. Um, a couple of things to say about this here, this, this particular sermon is I wish I could have just organized it differently. Hmm. Uh, I, I could have condensed it in terms of like, there's, there's a variety, made a bunch of references that are all kind of having the same issue as this one. And then done that. I think, I think I could have, I could have clarified it and simplified it, but, but yeah, it's, it, there's so much to say on this, and so that that's one of the things I wish I could organize it differently too. Um, I need to it help, help me realize I, I need to address gender issues more, and particularly things like the, some of the, the the weight and pain surrounding these issues that I that I just haven't at all. Right. You yeah. know, it's like it's like the slavery one. I, I, I just don't think about it. It's not. It's not. It's not a an issue right where we're living. Not really. And it's not. And I'm white, so I just don't think about these things. Yeah. You know. And and so 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 that's one of the longer term commitments I had. Um, I did get a little bit of comments. <clears throat> There's a. It, and here's kind of a kind of the, the one of the things I got out of my comments was. There's in this topic, as with like slavery and, and perhaps others, is there's so much pain and history associated with these topics that it's really difficult to 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 wait to see past that stuff. You know, I'm coming at it trying to be objective and dispassionate, but I need I, I need to not ignore that because you right. can't you can't right. ignore that. So, so just, just realizing that, that it takes on their part, it's going to take them a lot of, of intention and a lot of effort 
to 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 look through that and for many of them it's like why should i right why should I? you know when you talk about it, uh, looking at it, it as objectively as you possibly can the the audience and we talked about this a little bit last week on the podcast isn't looking at it objectively and that's not a knock on them necessarily no it's that, not a knock it just is um yeah and um yeah they're bringing in some pain and some history and heavy weight and uh and you know that's where kindness and compassion are a part of this that we're not trying to win an argument i think that's really important for people who are listening to understand yeah. this is not about winning an argument it's about um trying to be objective and to lay things out there I think I, we just described it as leaving food on the front porch for somebody. Yeah. That that's really kind of what we're doing is when you're ready, here's some information that may help right. you to kind of process this. Um, because we just don't know. We don't know the history. We don't know where they're coming from. We don't know what their pain is. My dad's pain was Catholic church and the, the, the priests abusing his friends in the small right. town that they lived in. And what do you say to unwind that? You don't. You you just lay it out there and say, when you're ready, it's here for you. You know? Right. And that's a lot of what this conversation is about. And I appreciate you acknowledging that, uh, that, you know, we're not trying to win anything. It's, we love no. you and we know it's been hard and um, he's not against you right and i have reasons to believe that but yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this is the same issue i mean this what we what we just said could be said that for the same thing with slavery it could be the same thing with with a variety of, of political issues whether you're talking you know about the gender issues or you're talking about homosexuality or you're talking about abortion or you're talking about just about any hot button in our society there's usually a pain involved yeah. And and that would be that you know and I think probably we really need to to remember that when we're having com conversations with this stuff that logical arguments is not is not the is not the solution sometimes in fact often that's not it's certainly not the beginning. Right. Right. It, <laughs> there's a um you forgive this slight departure but there's a a comedian named Mike Birbiglia who is very funny but um he was having a, a debate with his fiance, uh, his current wife, um, about how he beat her in basketball. And she said, no, I won. He's like, no, you didn't. I mean, I objectively, I won. And she's like, but that's not how I feel. Hmm. And, and so it's a joke, uh, uh, but uh, it's one of those things where it's like, you might be right in the way that they feel trumps that um and so don't try to win that argument because you there, there's nothing to win in a where somebody has a very strong subjective st stance um and it's not invalid in their mind right and that's that issue right what you just pointed out is really difficult mm -hmm. for many people to grasp around this how do you deal with, but they feel something that's not, not, you know, it just gets to the whole feelings versus facts issue that 
feelings aren't invalid they're they're real and I, yeah it's complicated <laughs> it's complicated you know because I, I i mean you could you could see the arguments from both sides on him I mean, on one hand he scored more more points so by the normal rules of basketball yeah he won but but how do you but you still got to deal with the fact that she feels she won was she playing for a different goal or uh, yeah it's oh, right well even when you know uh you yourself are aware like your perspective is truly wrong right you know that it's wrong and yet you're you can have this subjective pull in a different direction that's like i know this is accurate i still feel like i need to go left instead of right um and you like if you're you, you can be in an argument with somebody or a debate with somebody and you realize oh i'm on the wrong side of this yeah but i'm not letting go or um, oh yeah you know it, it, it's i think it's good to to acknowledge that uh, we we're all subject to kind of those emotional pulls that maybe and even when we're aware they're pulling us the wrong direction. Um, so, yeah. I, I, and I say that not not to uh, be dismissive of people's like the hurt and that kind of stuff, but just to that we need to acknowledge that somebody who's pulling away despite being presented with objective information, we're subject to that same those same polls. Um, and so don't, uh, I, I just want to encourage people not to be dismissive or, or condescending toward people who are struggling with that stuff. And I, 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 I could easily get there, be, be, be at least frustrated. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, come um, on, it's right here in I, front of like you. Uh, um, <laughs> And so I'm, I'm thinking about feelings and all of that and what I've thought before and I still think it's accurate and from what I'm, I've, I've, my research seems the case that, that feelings are true. Mm -hmm. They're real. They're, 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 they are an accurate representation of how you are perceiving what's happening or a subject. That may not be accurate as to what's, what's happening outside of you you know, like the whole snake, you might, you might really believe it's a snake that's on the ground, but it's actually a stick, but your feelings are real. And, and until you change your perspective, that, that it isn't a snake, it's a stick, man, that's, that, that is really, truly a snake. And, 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 and being able to make that distinction, because sometimes you are, you, you're right. It is a snake. It's whoo. It gets complicated, man. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm going to, I want to shift you a little bit because Please I, wa do. I want to talk <laughs> because about. Because I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk. I mentioned on Sunday, or I, I asked, are we going to talk about judges? And I, I had no idea that you really had a bullet list that you were going to yeah. go through. But I remember when I first decided that I needed to, I needed to get past Exodus in my Bible in a year. Right. I, and, uh, and I remember um, I do like reading Genesis and really reading it um, in, in an engaged way and not just a surface level and coming to uh, the passage where we've got 
you know, the father offering up his virgin daughters and just going, I remember reading to Vanessa, wait, wait, Vanessa, do you remember this? And reading her this passage and we're both going, oh, and then, um, and really more specifically in Judges where we have the concubine being left on the doorstep, um, her being raped, you know, all sorry, night, all night long and then murdered. And the next morning, this is the part that really bothered me the most. I mean, he left her out there. That's, that was bad enough. I can see how somebody might feel justified in seeing this as misogynistic in that then he cut her up into different pieces and put her on horses and sent them to the different corners of the country to communicate to people this is wrong. And the the message is to, to get the correct message across, we have to do something so objectively terrible that I could see somebody going, wait, you're delivering the right message in a horrific way. So I know it's the time of judges. I I can, somebody with even a little bit of context could look at that and go, what are we saying here? Right. It's the right message, but the wrong messenger. So how do I, how do I process that? How, how am I supposed to take that? Um, yeah, that was, that, that's a really tough one for me. And my answer was, well, yeah, it's bad. It's the point that not just what happened, but how he handled it. It's all wrong. Yeah. It's all wrong that even, even cause this is at the end of judges that even, even trying to send the right message is still communicated in a wrong way. I mean, that's that's the point. Right. Is that it's horrible. And one of the things that's gr- that's good about the Bible is it doesn't hide right the ugliness of of life. Because if you think that's bad, there's there tr- we both know there is far worse things that occur on a moment by moment basis in our world today. Yeah. Much much worse. And and so even that it's like and to women it's like it's not good it's not right yep yeah i, I think it would it would be so much worse if there was you know um if we were trying to paint over that if the bible painted over all those bad things um that we when people are like oh well david would you know the bible thinks david's perfect no no the bible doesn't think david's perfect no he's in a he's a remarkable sinner um, yeah, you know, uh, murderer and um, and a uh, adulterer, yeah, adulterer and, and liar and yeah, yeah, uh, uh, all these things been, that uh, he admits it. it it's uh, it's kind of we were talking about laments the other day. We were talking about a, a hallelujah anyway, a song that uh, we may, may we may have an opportunity to introduce at church, but that some people get hung up on laments. Like, I, I, I think sometimes our radio stations get hung up on laments like, oh, we don't want to play those because people want to be uplifted. But the Bible's full of tough stuff. It doesn't shy away from the tough stuff. It's not mm-hmm. all celebration. And um, I, that's something I think is really important is to kind of acknowledge that all the shades are there in the Bible. Yeah. The, the good, the bad, the, the, the sad, the challenging, the celebratory. I mean, all these things are in there. 
Yeah. Um, so, and Jesus experienced all these things and validates those for us, you know, emo, you know, those experiences. Um, and um, so it's okay to kind of go, yeah, the Bible's, I remember this word got some people upset. It, the Bible's messy because the people are messy. You know, the Bible is, oh. you, you said prescriptive versus descriptive. And I think that's fantastic. The Bible in telling its stories is descriptive. Uh, it's describing the nature of our sin after the fall. Uh, it's not saying this is what you should do. Um, I mean, right. there definitely are prescriptive passages right. and there's, you know, there's poetry uh, and some lovely right. things. Right. Um, the things that we're talking about are descriptive. Oh, here's, here's a terrible thing that happened. Uh, and let's not forget that because if we remember, if we acknowledge the terrible things, then we have maybe have a better chance of avoiding doing those again. Oh, right. Maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, cause I mean, that's, and that's the point is to, is to learn from that and go, and the lesson, and, and I, I didn't pull up the con full context, but I'm sure soon right after that, there's the, there's a repeated phrase, phrase in Judges. And in those days, every man did what was right in their own eyes, and there was no king in Israel. That's a phrase that goes over and over yeah. and over yeah. in that book, because that's the whole point of the book, is everyone's doing what's right that, according to what they think, and it's not, because there's no king, because they're, they've rejected the authority over them that they desperately need. They need God. They need the correct leader. So, and even the ones they get aren't perfect either. You need the real one, Jesus. But. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, judges can be entertaining if you <laughs> let it be, but it's pretty gruesome. One of these days I should preach through it just to shock people. There's so many really ones. There's one where, where a guy sticks his sword in, into another guy and the fat closes over it. Right, he's, <laughs> he's going to the bathroom. He's going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. On the on the toilet, he does this. I was uh, and then closes the door behind him and escapes while he's still in there, so that they think he's still alive. Oh right. yeah, it's it's so an entertaining little story. I was gory. not familiar with that story um, until uh, we were at summer camp. Vanessa and I ran a summer camp for three years, and we did we were doing inspections and we filmed the inspections because it was just supposed to be funny. And one of the counselors laid the Bible out for us. Uh, and I thought, well, that's really cool. And they put a little sticky note there. So we could, and I'm like, oh, let's read the passage. So I started reading the passage and I'm like, what? This is a threat. This guy is threatening my life, you know, without, <laughs> he just wanted me to read that on camera. But I mean, it's just, wow. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what the message you want people to get out of that, but it is, you know, the, yeah. Well. The, uh, yeah. It's yeah, there's there's messy stuff. So that's a part of what's going on. In fact, that was the basic point of the entire thing is that from Genesis three all the way to nearly the end of Re Revelation, everything's a mess. Everything's a mess. Nothing is right. There's very there there are prescriptive things, but there's a whole lot of just telling what happened. Whole lot. Yeah, and I think so. also I don't want to lose sight of the fact that in the the pres the descriptive elements can also show can show us they, can, they show us what not to do and they show us what to do when, when we see how jesus interacted with women and um how oh, yeah. uh, paul elevated women to yeah. leadership positions that right th there's positive examples that are descriptive right in addition to any of the prescriptive elements absolutely yeah yeah descriptive just means saying what's happened but it could be 
this is how they're applying a principle in this case, or this is how they're living out uh, an eternal truth in this particular circumstance or culture. But it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be exactly like that in every culture. It's just describing what happens. In other ones, it's like, ooh, you know, like, you know, Judah killing himself. Uh, um, not Judah. Boy, you know who I'm talking about. Judas. Judas. Thank you. You're so close. That's, you know, is that is that an argumentation for, for assisted suicide? Well, no. <laughs> it's just telling what happened. I mean, if you want to make an argument for that, that's not the verse for it. It's just saying what happened. Anyways. And then this week is going to be similar. It's like there's so many. This week is going to be so technical. So I... My my head is swimming as I've been trying to work through some of this stuff these last couple of days. So, I don't know. Well, remind <laughs> me of the topic again. Science. Oh, I'm going to tell you a quick story about science. Um, okay. Uh, my father-in-law, Keith, is um, really one of the smartest men I've ever met. He's uh, a, a chemical engineer. Um, uh, I, I don't know if he listens to this. I mean, obviously, he's got his flaws. Uh, but... Um, super intelligent and uh, a, a man of faith you know so science is a big part of who he is right and um there was we were sitting on the back porch of their house there in texas while i was getting eaten by mosquitoes and we were all kind of looking up at the sky and just amazed at the 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 stars that we could see and we we just kind of started talking about faith versus science and he just said I don't understand how anybody can see all this and not have faith to not believe that some there's some great engineer up there who orchestrated all these things. And it really blew yeah. me away because he's not a person that's really demonstrative about his faith. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, he tends to be kind of you know he's an engineer uh so to hear that i it almost brought me to tears because i'm like ah what what a wonderful um uh demonstration of of his faith and and what's important to him and it's not excluding science it's acknowledging science there mm -hmm. um and i and uh even um where we see, and we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, next week, but even where we see this thing that says, oh, one can't exist at the same time, they, they're opposed to each other. Uh, they're just a lot of things that it's like, didn't God, I mean, science is part of how he created the world. Right. Um, and he created these blocks and put them together. And yeah, we're catching up and understanding them, but the kernel beneath all of that is him at creating all right. of these things. And so if you say, well, if you have faith, you shouldn't take an antidepressant. Well, but why wouldn't, well, maybe God gave us the science for antidepressants um, right. as, as a way to kind of, you know, like if you believe in God, why, why? Why go to the doctor? You just pray it away. You know, like, well, no, but there's, but God gave. <laughs> Maybe science. He gave us doctors, right? Right. You know, not not to get too deep into that. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah, we either understand science wrong or we understand the Bible wrong, but they're not. But it's not 
they're not incompatible. They can't be if God is the creator. No. Yeah. And yeah, that's, but, but just to finish our subject, it, yeah. it gets down to the same issue as, as all the others in that for some people, this isn't an issue at all. You know, it just, science is not an issue. They're just like, it's obvious. Or for me, when I was in college, it's like, if he can make a, a tree, he can make a thousand year old tree. I mean, what, it's just not, it's not a factor. It's just not a factor to me. Yeah. But for some people, this is a huge issue and a huge stumbling block, just yeah. like the same thing with slavery and just the same thing with like women. Yeah. And so some of it is, is trying to see, okay, how does scripture potentially, is there a way of seeing scripture differently than you are that would help solve this issue for you? Um, but also acknowledging that there's often something else in the way of potentially coming to that grips. Because why is it that people like your your father-in-law and thousands of very high-level scientists believe in God, believe in Jesus, believe in the Bible, and they yeah. seem they see no problem with it, but some people do. So there's something else happening here more than just simply what are the facts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, C.S. Lewis is a great example of that to me, where somebody who is an atheist and uh, a very logical, intelligent person was compelled to faith through, you know, science. Through science, kicking and screaming in his words. Yeah. At some point, though, it's like, I can't deny it. This is. He was. He is. And so I think, I think for all of these topics, I think the issue we're going to keep coming back to is have the, you know, allow yourself to work through the pain and your experiences so that perhaps you can see the scriptures in a, in a new light that maybe there's a, there's a, a resolution to this issue that you're concerned about whether it's science or, or how the Bible treats in and talks about women, whether it's slavery, um, or, or as we're going to see eventually the violence in scripture or the exclusivity, um, there, there, there's ways to see through this, but it takes us working through our own stuff to getting to the place of being willing to, to consider it. So. Amen. All right. Thank you for, for joining us tonight. Um, I appreciate all of you. Pray for your prayers. Thanks, Joe. It's, as always, a lively ex- conversation. <laughs> well, I'm looking it's forward to Sunday um, and continuing the series. I think it's great for conversation, and I, I hope people are uh, feel comfortable, safe uh, to, to share their comments with us because uh, it really kind of helps fuel our conversation and to make Absolutely. sure that we're not limiting things based on our own experience. Absolutely. Thanks. You guys have a great great night. See you next week. Take care.